I don't give it a second thought and I move on with my life. But then later on, it comes back, kind of smacks me. And it gets to the point where I can't get it out of my mind. It monopolizes my thoughts and what it all means. I find myself asking, how can that be? Or how did they manage to do that? Or simply, it's not possible. So until Ash Wednesday, from the baptism of our Lord Sunday, up through Transfiguration Sunday, including Transfiguration Sunday, we will be in the season of Epiphany, Confirmation students, season of Epiphany. You can write it down on your sheets. Color is green. We're in a time where we see Jesus revealed to us in extraordinary ways. Not just Jesus re revealed, but who he truly is. Last week we heard the story of his baptism. That's not an uncommon thing that happens during the time to be washed of one's sins. It was a common practice and still is in some Jewish communities. But what is extraordinary in that story was the part where the heavens were opened and the Spirit descended upon him in a bodily form, and he said it kind of looked like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my son, the beloved, with you I am well pleased. Now, I have been to and presided over a whole lot of baptisms. And we had a double baptism last week with Chase and Caroline. And I don't remember that happening last week. I don't remember the heavens being torn open. I don't remember seeing a dove appearing above us. I've never seen that happen. We see from God extraordinary things through ordinary means. We use just plain old water for baptism. Because it's not about the quality of the water, but the extraordinary things that God does with that water. It is the words that are spoken with the water that make it special. And Holy Communion, God makes common elements of bread and wine and makes them extraordinary. In today's reason, reading, Jesus takes common water and turns it into something extraordinary. Not just wine, but really good wine. I mean, it's not Mad Dog 2020. Trust me. We are talking about the best Sauvignon Blanc, or Bordeaux, or Cabernet that is on the market, and even, maybe not even on the market. It wasn't just a little shot glass either. But this gift, we are told, filled to the brim six jars of water, holding 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus wasn't just playing around. Jesus is revealed to us in extraordinary ways, and people began to ask questions. Who is this guy? 
How is he able to do this? Because to those around him, he's just an ordinary man from whom extraordinary things seem to come. Sure, we can sit here today and say, well, he is not some ordinary man. I mean, we know that he is fully man and fully God. But the people around him, except for his mother, don't really understand who he is. And I think sometimes today, people don't really understand. These eight weeks of epiphany, season of epiphany, These eight weeks of epiphany are all about revealing Jesus to us in ways that get our attention. Doing things that others cannot, things that are just extraordinary. But more than that, let's be honest, it is easier to dwell on the darkness in our world. I encourage you these next seven weeks to look for the extraordinary work that God is doing in the world. It's, it's really easy to find those stories of that, you know, that one person who was told they had a month to live and two years later are told that the disease is gone. Or a person surviving a horrific crash. Or a person surviving a massive heart attack. It's easy to see God at work in those moments, to see them as extraordinary events. But the truth is there are extraordinary events happening around us here. And we are usually unable to see it or call it what it is because we tend to focus so much on the darkness. It's easy to explain away why I think that I'm thinking of you don't comes in the mail. It's easy to push away the person doing things for you that they don't have to do. We look so much, we look at so much of the love and giving in this world as expected and no big deal. When really God works extraordinary things through ordinary people. Sure, I, I tried. I can't make water into wine. And I can't bring fish out of a body of water that has already been determined there's no fish in that area. I don't hear the voice of God proclaiming, this is my beloved. And I can't teach others with the knowledge that Jesus had, has. But that doesn't mean it isn't happening. So over the remaining seven weeks of Epiphany, not only do I encourage you to look for extraordinary, but to jot them down. Maybe it is the stars that we notice at night, some of them twinkling, and it makes you stop and look. Maybe it's that crew of the newborn baby. Maybe it is the person who drops everything to help another person, which, I'm going to take a side little jaunt, reminds me of um, when I was in Michigan, uh, 
out of this time of the year, there's a snowstorm. Everything was shut down, schools were shut down, everybody stayed home. And I lived in an apartment complex, and out my, my bedroom windows, I could see uh, the courtyard where people would come and go, but not on this day, because it's pretty nasty out there. And then suddenly there comes out of this apartment um, a woman who was um, struggling. She was of, of another generation, who was struggling to walk the slippery sidewalk to get to her car. Now, me, being the future pastor, sat in my, uh, my spare bedroom, my office, as I screamed, she couldn't hear me, as I screamed, what are you doing? Get back in the house. There's nothing so important that you need to be out. And I thought, well, maybe she's having a heart attack. If, there's a, if you're having a heart attack, don't drive yourself. Call the ambulance. And out of the corner of my eye, I saw a young man who was shoveling. For some reason, the company that owned these apartment complexes insisted that he shovel on it in this time. He literally dropped his shovel. And as fast as he could shimmy along the slippery sidewalk, got to this woman. And from what I can tell, he didn't lecture her. I would have been lecturing her. But he grabbed her purse with one hand, and he reached for her other, uh, reached her arm in his, and he slowly guided her to the car. And when she was out of sight, he went back, picked up his shovel, and continued. That's like one of those extraordinary things, things that I, myself, was not about to do, because it was crazy, and he did. You know, those everyday things that we neglect to see as something a little bit more. It is a gift to be able, after these seven weeks, as you jot them down, to be able to look back and say, huh, there are some amazing things happening in the world. It's not just darkness. Because let's be honest, that's what we hear, is the darkness. To look back and to see how God is truly working in and through you and others. It is a gift when all you can see normally is darkness and then suddenly you notice some light. To begin to see Jesus not as Emmanuel, God with us, but something more to understand that he is also fully human with all the traits that come with being human. Think about that. Epiphany is a season where Jesus, the Son of God, is revealed to the world through extraordinary situations, through things that cannot be explained away. Trust me, people have tried to explain away how he would manage to turn that water into wine. And there really is no way to explain it. It is a time when we realize, when we, realize we don't know everything. And we are actually open. We are open to what may be revealed in us. 
to us. In ordinary stories, we have heard for decades, the stories that we will hear over the next few weeks, that now cause us to see something more, to see Jesus as Christ, the Messiah, and the glory of God shown through him. So come and see, for God has been revealed. Thanks be to God.